Hello and welcome back to the In and Around Betting Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Mike, and joining me this week, like every Friday, it's Mr. Henry Hodgson. How are you doing, son? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Fresh off another another winning week for us both. Yeah, didn't done well, actually. Shame that the other two games got cancelled for me, but... Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a big shame that the League 2 games for both of us got cancelled, given we are as Will likes to point out, League 2 experts. I know, my nap's in League 2 uh, this week as well. So There we go, one to look out for in a second. Uh, as you can probably tell, we obviously discuss betting on this podcast, hence the name uh, of the podcast. So um, it is for over 18s only. If you're under 18, please switch off because we're going to talk about gambling. Um, and obviously gambling comes with some risks. So to find out for the risks attached to gambling, go to the BeGambleAware.org website. Um, and just a reminder to please gamble responsibly as ever, particularly on my selections, because Henry's actually doing quite well recently. Yes, mate, I've turned it around nearly in the positives. Yeah, so uh, two from two for you last week. Landed the draw again. Uh, that was Brighton and Villa, I think, in the Prem. Yeah, nil-nil. Nil-nil there, yeah. Uh, and then, what was your other one? Oh, yeah. Cardiff, who beat Cardiff. struggling Cov, to be honest. Correct. So, yeah, shame of your League 1 and League 2 were called off. I had my winner, which was in League 1, I believe. I picked it as my nap. Uh, Burton winning yeah. 2-0 against Northampton at 13-7. to My other game that did play was Everton to beat Fulham obviously a real shame that Fulham probably put in their best performance of the season so that's mm. it's pretty classic uh, they we've got, we got a lovely acker in this weekend as well oh yeah that's worth mentioning what was that to one Hodge that you landed uh, 58 to one 58 to one lovely so, stuff I mean if we count that you're technically up but unfortunately didn't yeah. tip it up on the old pod so we won't count that yeah <laughs> Um, but if you do want, if you, if you do want to see what Hodge is putting on Ackers wise, I'll maybe tweet them out on the in the round account for everyone to see. If he's down for that, we'll see. Yeah, down for that. Yeah, just, yeah, just come up with that idea. So we've thrown it on him a little bit there. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. To be honest, right? As we're experts, we'll start from the bottom. League two. Hodge has uh, his nap I've... here as well. Yeah, for well, League Two experts and all. So, <laughs> no, I've gone Leighton Orient to beat uh, Port Vale at six to four. Admittedly, Leighton Orient haven't been great. They've been off the boil of late, um, hence their odds. Um, they've only scored three in their last six games. Um, and it's a dip in form that's seen them without a win in their last four games. Um, but Port Vale, they've been. They've been shocking, to be honest. You know, they're 19th in League Two. Um, and defensively, they've been an absolute calamity. Um, they've conceded 12 in their last six games. Um, and then they've left a great opportunity, I think, for the audience to get some form. Um, with this considered, I think... You know, Leighton Orient will be far too strong. And 64 odds is actually really good value here. Yeah, Orient uh, nine places above Port Vale in the league, and the only side Port Vale have beaten in their last five is Southend, who are notoriously a bad, bad League Two team. 
Yeah, they really um, are. So it seems a good place to go. We know you don't like the Vale. No. I, I believe you've gone against them before. I have. So, yeah, we like this. Leighton Orient. <clears throat> Hopefully they can turn around their form. Sometimes. Yeah, they've, they've got a, a, quite a strong squad for the, what their value is here, um, especially against Port Vale. You know, so I think above evens in this fixture is pretty, pretty flattering. I know the form hasn't been great, but overall their their side's quite strong. So it can yeah, be a good we'll way, right good way to find a bit of value going for teams that have slightly dipped in form, but when they've got a game against a team like Port Vale that they can definitely turn it around in. Yeah, they'll 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 be going into this thinking they can. So. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, and six to four. That's Hodgson's first one. And his nap. I believe we've got an nap. early nap. Uh, I've got a bit funky in League Two, sort of. Uh, mine is Exeter to beat Grimsby and over one and a half goals. Uh, Grimsby again? Yeah, we're going <laughs> against Grimsby again. Breslin. We don't like Grimsby at the moment. I think that's three <laughs> weeks in a row that we've picked against them. <laughs> And this time, because the odds are so much in Exeter's favour, we've had to put the goals in there as well. Um, <laughs> Pile on the misery. Yeah, I'm really. I did even think about over two and a half goals, which, if anyone's interested, is seven to five. If we really think <laughs> it's going to get grim against Grimsby. Um, oh, no. Yeah, that was terrible, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Exeter have a great chance of winning this game. I, I think. I mean, we know what I think of Grimsby. They've lost four of their last five. Uh, and the club's just in a in a bad place. I, I don't think I'll go any further here. But the um, the over one and a half goals were landed in six of these two sides last 10 games. So that we've got a bit of form there. There's likely to be some goals. And hopefully they're all going in for Exeter. <laughs> um, and that is 10 to 11. So just under even money for that one. So if it is over 2.5, are we giving you the 75 odds? No, that's no. That's the question. That's, no, no, we can't. That, right. I'm not tipping that up. I just put that All in right. just in case anyone like me thinks that Grimsby are terrible, which they really are. So they're bound to turn around and beat X to like 2-0 or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> can't wait for it. All right, we'll move up a division into League One. Hodge, where have you gone? Uh, Plymouth to beat Rochdale. Uh, this is Evans. Uh, Plymouth are actually in quite good form. They're unbeaten in the last five away games um, and they've won three of those. Um, they haven't been shy in front of goal either. Um, they've scored nine in their last six games, meaning Rochdale could be in for a tough afternoon. Um, Rochdale struggling. Uh, they lost 1-0 to Blackpool and they've accu- accumulated three losses on the bounce. And heading into this clash, Rochdale have failed to win in their last 12 home matches. So, what? I know, shocking, isn't it? And I, I think this, tre- this trend will be sustained, to be honest. Um, and Plymouth will leave with three points. Shocking that is that. some stat. Yeah, it's shocking, I can't believe that. Terrible. Rochdale are in a mess. So, I think Evens here, yeah, pretty good odds. They actually play some, with... some quite nice football, Rochdale, but they're clearly not getting any results and they... Um... Um, uh, they're not. They not also lost four-one to uh, our favourite League One side, MK Dons, last week. So that's uh... yeah. Rochdale, they don't really. Sc- they can't really score. So, I mean, not losing in their last twelve home matches—that's something. So, 
they've also got a very leak. In fact, the leakiest defence in the league. They've conceded 55 in 28 league games, which is quite an achievement to be worse than Wigan and Swindon and Burton. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is very concerning. I think there's likely to be goals in this game by the looks of uh, both these sides. So I think, yeah, evens, pretty good value. Definitely, yeah. I think particularly for an Acker. This is this is interesting as well because you managed to pick tenth against nineteenth again. Yeah, I think that's two divisions in a row. So I can only imagine you're going to be picking. Oh, Barnsley aren't playing Huddersfield. That's a shame. Although I am picking Barnsley, so that's good. Um, but yeah, even money, I think Plymouth are definitely the better league one side. So I'd back that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good. That, good to, like you good said, to that's not, not a bad. Yeah, not a bad shout for a little acker there, little acker builder. Yeah, uh, another one for your acker builder in League One. I've decided to lump two together into a little double here. Which She's I think I've, I've only done this in the FA Cup before on this on this column slash podcast. So did we've got Lincoln. Uh, it, it did, did yeah. yeah, yeah, it did it come did. in. So we've got form here. One from one on these little bets. Uh, so we've gone for Lincoln to be Wigan, uh, which is four to six, and also Peterborough to beat Wimbledon, which is eight to thirteen. The double is best priced at seven to four. Um. Essentially, both of these teams are far better than the opposition they're playing, Lincoln and Peterborough are. Um, Lincoln travel to Wigan. Lincoln are top of the league. Wigan are second from bottom. Um, it's kind of another case of we need Lincoln to turn their form around a little bit. They've won two of their last five, but haven't won in the last two. Um, Wigan are off the back of a 5-0 defeat to Hull. So yeah. again, their their confidence isn't going to be great coming into this one, uh, and that that looks like a bit of a away banker. Um, the other half of this double sees Peterborough host Wimbledon. Again, Peterborough third. They've won their last three games, uh, and they take on Wimbledon, who've lost three of their last five. Although they did beat the mighty Wigan um, last time out which was almost two weeks ago in the league for Wimbledon. So maybe they've had a COVID break or something that I've missed. But yeah, I, I like uh, I like my chances of both of these games coming in. So I've put them together in a double, try and increase the odds a bit, and that's got it up to seven for four. So I, I quite fancy that, to be fair, at seven to four. Yeah, it's not bad that. Yeah, you need the seven to four to come in, mate. Yeah. You need to get, need to get going. We, we definitely do. We don't want to look at my season-long profit loss <laughs> to be honest but yeah so I thought I'd try and spice it a bit up uh, in the lower leagues we get we get back to some more boring selections for me in the championship which is where we're going to go to Hodgson now for his draw selection of the week yeah, you, you got to get it in there so yeah Nottingham Forest to draw with Blackburn uh, nine to four both teams currently in a bit of a rut struggling to find the net to be honest so Chris Hewton's men, exactly. Chris Hewton's men averaging one goal per game in the last six speaks for itself. You know they have, they are quite good defensively. So a draw is definitely on the cards when you play in Nottingham Forest. So yeah, wow. They've they've only scored twenty five in thirty league games and only conceded thirty one. So. 
So you're absolutely right that they're, they're involved in low-scoring affairs. That's for sure. And then Blackburn also struggling. Uh, they've lost three consecutive league matches, and they suffered a two-nil loss to Barnsley, didn't they? Uh, not so long ago. The mighty they got, Barnsley. Yeah, they got completely dominated. Uh, they only managed two shots at goal uh, in that game. So, wow. with all with all things considered, um, including the form that they're both in, I think both teams will struggle to make a breakthrough. So, draw is a pretty likely outcome, and at nine to four. Yeah, definitely worth a double there. Yeah, we know Hodgson loves a draw selection. Uh, as he's just stated, he's got a pretty strong case for this one. Neither side playing their best stuff really at the moment. Uh, and if there's not going to be many goals, the draw is pretty likely. So yeah, nine to four. We like that. Uh, I've got the mighty Barnsley, uh, who just beat Blackburn, to beat Bristol City at six to five. Um, Bristol City are in uh, well they're actually in the worst form in the championship they've lost I think their last six games in the league um, so God knows where they were they must have been doing quite well but now they're down to 14th which is uh, which is quite the slide uh, having lost their last six that was enough for the board to unfortunately sack uh, manager Dean Holden in midweek Um which was fresh off the back of a 6-0 defeat to Watford uh, and then the 2-0 loss to Reading as well. Yeah, they've really been struggling, haven't they? Really, really have. They're, they've really had a tough time of it and actually they've, they've only scored two goals in the last five games uh, and failed to score in four of them. So, I mean, yeah. we talk about teams struggling to find their way to goal, unfortunately. Bristol City come under that as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking Barnsley at 6-5 who... Dave tipped in an article on our website at the start of the year to have quite a good year, and they're doing just that at the moment. Um, they're up to 10th now, unbeaten in their last four. And actually, just as, as we mentioned, well, Henry mentioned rightly, uh, they beat Blackburn in midweek. In fact, just yesterday as, as we're recording. So we love to see that. Barnsley are flying. Um, Bristol City are, are plummeting, I guess is the word. So we've gone, yeah. we're back in the team in form at six to five for sure there. The fact that they're above evens is uh, it's pretty good, but I suppose Bristol might be looking to bounce back after, you know, the manager being sacked. So, Yeah, we see that, don't we, fairly often that sometimes the new manager comes in and they somehow get a result. So you never, that, I mean, that's a possibility, but I think. But Bristol, Barnsley are flying, mate, so. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a tough ask. Confidence Bristol, is, definitely. I think, a big problem down there. So we'll see how they go. But uh, yeah, hopefully Barnsley can get the business done for me at six to five. Yeah. Right, we'll move up into the Premier League. What have you got here? Yeah, I've gone for a, a fixture at the bottom of the table. Um, I've gone Fulham to beat Sheffield at 23 to 20. Uh, Fulham, they're a side that are continuing to grow in confidence um, and really beginning to build some momentum in the top flight. Um, admittedly, you know, fewer than three goals per game have been scored in their last five fixtures on average. Um, but there's shows of solidarity at the back. You know, they drew to Fulham, sorry, they drew to Burnley, West Ham, they beat Everton. Um, so they're in a good run of form. The Blades, up and down the Blades, um, they seem to win and then lose the next week. 
um, bit of a current occur common occurrence. Um, but they are showing signs of improvements at the back. Um, they've only let opponents score eight in the last five, which is um, it's, it's good for them, <laughs> to be that, honest. That includes games against Man U, Man City and Chelsea, in fairness. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they did concede three to West Ham last time out. So that's... You, you can't and, do um, that. Nah, you can't. And, and head-to-head in this fixture, Fulham, they've normally dominated... Um, they're unbeaten in the last three league fixtures between the two. Um, I think it's likely going to be a low-scoring fixture, this one. Um, but the way Scott Parker's men have approached games in recent weeks, uh, particularly the one against Everton, where they were fantastic, um, I think they'll walk away with three points. Yeah, if they, can, if they can play like they did against Everton, where, as you say, they were absolutely brilliant. They were even against West Ham and um, Burnley. You know, they've showed signs of promise. I mean, against a Sheffield team that you don't know what you're going to get on the day, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Um, what's it? I th- there's been obviously some comments recently. I've, I've, I don't know if they've been said on the podcast. So I won't say who said them about Fulham staying up over Newcastle. They've got six points to make up. Uh, and a win here would certainly make a big dent in that because Newcastle have Man United this weekend. Yeah. So that could be one to watch. Fulham, definitely a team on the up. Um, And Sheffield United just grafting away there, trying not to finish bottom, really. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, That's what they're trying to do. So that's 23 to 20 for Hodgson. Fulham to beat Sheffield United. Uh, I have gone for two, well, I guess, informed teams that are playing each other this weekend. Um, but I've decided Leicester are going to beat Villa at seven to five. To be honest, yeah, like I was saying, I, I quite like both teams um, and the way they play. Villa eighth in the league uh, and playing some good stuff in general. However, I'm guessing most people didn't watch it because it was late on a Saturday night, but I watched um, them play Brighton on Saturday evening and they were awful. Villa were yeah. really, really poor. Terrible game, that. Um, game. Yeah, the I mean the only reason they didn't lose that game was because Brighton just I don't, they just can't score goals for some reason. Um, if they play anything like that against this Leicester side, who've who've just beaten obviously uh, Liverpool last weekend with their seven minute blitz from one nil down, um, if they play anything like that against Leicester, they're going to get they're going to get hit for three, four, five. Um. Yeah, I think it'll be quite a good game, probably with some goals, but I do I do anticipate that Leicester uh, will come out on top and continue their really strong form as of recent. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Vardy's up and running as well, isn't he? Yeah, Vardy's play, back, so. which is huge. Um, so Barnes is playing really well. They're just a good side in, in good form. Barnes is, Barnes is really good, man. Really uh, and good though, I, though I like Villa... I think having watched them against Brighton's put me off a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, we'll side with Leicester here at seven to five, uh, and fingers crossed the Foxes can get the business done for me. So do you want to just recap your picks, Hodge? That's that's all eight from us. Uh, start from League Two. Yep. So I've gone Leighton Orient to beat Port Vale at six to four. Uh, this is my nap. I've gone Plymouth to beat Rochdale at um, evens. I've gone Nottingham Forest to draw with Blackburn at nine to four. 
and I've gone Fulham to beat Sheffield at 23 to 20. Very nice. Some strong ones in there for sure. Um, in League Two, I've got Exeter and over 1.5 goals in the game against Grimsby. Uh, that's 10 to 11, just less than even money. We make up for that in League One as we put Lincoln and Peterborough both to win in a little double uh, as they take on Wigan and Wimbledon respectively. That's seven to four for that one, which I actually really like. <laughs> uh, however, my strongest selection this week is Inform Barnsley to be a free fall in Bristol City at six to five. And then goals galore as Leicester beat Villa at seven to five in the Premier League. Um, there was one that we wanted to mention, I think, in the championship, if you are looking to build a little acre, Swansea take on Huddersfield this weekend. Yeah, the mighty Swans. We're back there again. Yeah. Um, they're over, over even money to beat Huddersfield. That's That's got to be one to look out for, I think. Cause... Yeah, it's pretty flattering that. So, yeah, definitely worth to put in your acre this week, I think. Not sure how I missed that, but I still back my, uh, my Barnsley selection. No, good, good pick that. I, um, I was, was toying over that one. But yeah, so we'll, uh, fingers crossed, we can land a couple this week again, make it another profitable week for us. Um, as always, you can read everything we've just talked about, essentially, on the inaroundmedia.com website. You can keep up with our thoughts on Twitter, which is at inaroundpod. Uh, and if the people want to follow you, Hodge, where can they do at, that? At hodge 7 on Twitter. <laughs> couple more flawless weeks and we will get him on Twitter yeah yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll get there uh, and if you want to follow me for any Joel Linton updates um, it's at Mikey Bessel on Twitter but obviously as Will always says please don't follow me there please follow us at In and Around Pod uh, because no one really does so yeah thanks very much <laughs> uh, yeah if you are having a gamble this weekend good luck as ever uh, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. Yeah, good luck. See you next week.